Support for How I Built This comes from 3M, helping to protect those on the front lines every day. As the father of a healthcare worker, 3M employee Chris understood how important it was for his daughter and nurses like her to be protected during COVID-19. At the height of the pandemic, he worked hard to direct high-performing personal protective equipment to hospitals and hotspots. Hear his story at 3M.com slash improving lives. 3M science applied to life. Hey, everyone. So I hope you are doing well. I hope you are safe and staying at home. These are obviously crazy times, but in these crazy moments, we are trying to find ways to learn about resilience and adaptation from some of the founders we've interviewed and try to hear about how they're managing their businesses as creatively as possible under the circumstances. So we're doing a conversation with a different founder every Friday at noon Eastern time, a live video chat that I'm going to be hosting with a different founder. And we know a lot of you are looking for ideas and ways to keep momentum even during this difficult time. So if you have a chance, join us every Friday, bring your questions. We're going to take your questions as well. You can find it at facebook.com slash how I built this, and you don't need a Facebook account to watch it or to join. Anyway, in case you missed the live conversation this past Friday, every Thursday, we're going to post an excerpt right here in your podcast feed. And today is the first one. My guest on Friday was Jenny Britton Bauer, founder of Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams. She joined me from her kitchen in Columbus, Ohio. This is, yeah, this is the corner of my home kitchen. I went and I got my professional ice cream machine and some other equipment from our, um, our HQ test kitchen. And this is where I spend half my day. I'm actually making videos too and posting those and asking people for flavor ideas. Oh, so that's it's actually, awesome. yeah, that just started this week and it's kind of been a, a, a lot of fun. I really do think that ice cream is comforting and yeah. it's a good distraction. So we've been having fun here. <laughs> Jenny, one of the reasons why we're, we're, we really wanted you as our first guest um, and we're so excited to have you is because you dealt with a huge crisis back in, in 2015, I think. It was, um, you, you had a situation where you, you, there was listeria found in one plant or one like tiny bit of listeria. You had to shut down your whole operation for weeks. I think it was, you, you guys were hemorrhaging money. You were worried whether the business was going to survive. But the, sort of your response to that was incredible. I mean, you you were transparent and open with your customers. You had blog posts. You talked about what you were doing. You closed down all the Jenny's shops. I mean, this was this could have killed your whole business. Um, and not only did you recover, but you're you thrived. You're a much bigger company today. And this is a different crisis. It's a it's a different ball game. Um, so there is no playbook, but. Talk a little bit about, I don't know, I mean, are there lessons from that experience for you to, that you're kind of able to apply creatively right now? I, I definitely think so. I mean, in 2015, what was, um, you know, looking back, I mean, at the time we were doing the same thing we're doing now, which is doing the best we can, we could at the time. And so we were, when you can't make necessarily make sense of something, you sort of fall back on your values and you let them lead you. And um, and so in doing that in 2015, we, we, we closed everything down, we brought everything back, we did the recall, and we prevented any kind of outbreak, which was really awesome and um, awesome being just an incredible effort from a lot of people, and we did it very quickly. Um, now it's like, it, it's similar in that we want to be able to make, you know, to assess the situation, 
to accept the situation and then to create a plan and move quickly if possible. And so we began this process a week and a half ago or so and, uh, and we've been able to act very, very, very quickly. We had um, a, a bunch of sort of levels of uh, what our stores might look like when we didn't know what the future was going to be like, even in the next yeah. five hours. Yeah. And, um, and, and we've created plans for every channel in that way. And you've shut down all of your scoop shops. We are still doing delivery. And, uh, and the way that we've been able to do that is having an incredible team who was able to put together a very safe work environment and way of doing that so that the, the first people that we have to uh, make feel good and, and comfort are our own team. So they have to right. feel comfortable coming to work and we did that. And so then we can do delivery. So the stores are closed for um, anything but delivery. In terms of like your, your business, right? I mean, this, these are uncertain times. A lot of people watching run small businesses. There are, I've, I've been talking, I've been on the phone and, and, and texting with tons of founders who've been on the show. Um, and, you know, obviously, understandably, a lot of them are really worried right now. They're concerned about their employees and how they're going to continue to meet payroll. I mean, some companies have enough cash for maybe 30, 45 days because no one plans for a zero revenue day. Most companies don't have 18 months of cash sitting around because they're investing that in R&D or in new products or in um, production or inventory, in, in your case, ice cream, making ice cream, you know, in different flavors. So tell me about your situation. I mean, is there any way to know how you're going to be impacted, the company will be impacted by this? I mean, you're right. We don't, you know, we're like every other company. We don't have 18 months to, you know, just, you know, cash sitting around that we can just do this. So the plans are coming together as we speak. We feel very confident we will survive. I think that it goes back, and this is where I always go, but it's really, I've proven this so many times in my company, in my story. I do think it goes back to community. And when your community loves you and values you, and your community follows you where you go, it's not necessarily where you live, although that's important, but it's anyone you touch all day long, every day. Those are the people that make, that sort of make up your life. That's your community. And if that's really important to you, those people don't want to see you go away or what your, your work. And in the end, it's not about money or about profit or about, you know, all of operation, all the things it ends up in crisis. It ends up, how many people are you affecting on a daily basis positively? And um, that's important. And that's right now what we'll see. We don't know what the future is going to be like, but we do know that we're in it together. Yeah. By the way, you're, I mean, one of the cool things that you're doing, you mentioned earlier is you're kind of crowdsourcing ideas for new flavors. I mean, you're, you're using this time, like I think all of us, you know, to try and think creatively. I mean, we're doing these Facebook online conversations, live conversations every week now through Zoom. Um, and we're still doing how I built this and we're coming up with creative ways to interview people who, by not bringing them to the studio. And so I love this idea that you're crowdsourcing flavors. Um, any, any cool flavor ideas so far? Can, can you give us a, like, like a, a sense of what, what you're experimenting with? So I was just going to, so I asked people to come up with some, like, just to talk, to send me memories, you know, what was, uh, ask your grandfather. Yeah. You know, and those were the ones that I got that I, I read every thousands I, between DMs, text messages, and uh, the comments just on the post. There were literally thousands. And I answered 
almost everyone, if I haven't gotten to yours, I will. I'm still working my way through them. But I read every single one. And, and in the longer ones, you know, about, um, you know, their, the vacation in Michigan or the whatever, you know, like the grandfather who had um, some specific banana cream pie, but it had chocolate in it or whatever. Like there's, wow. there, those, are the, those are the things that I'm running to hear right now and I'm loving very, very, very much. I just, it's almost like in the evening, I put out the call like two or three days ago. And, and since then in the evening, that's what I do is like go back and read some of those. They're just wonderful. But those stories, that's what's so exciting and interesting to me is those stories. And so I'm hoping to come up with some good flavors based on I those love stories. It. I got it. it made me think about all those flavors that, um, that I used to love when I was a kid, like, like rainbow sherbet, you know, there's something so special about rainbow sherbet. You know, I can't Are you so excited to get yes. it. Yeah, now listen, yes. here's what I is rainbow sherbet like in a glass or metal footed dish? Yes. Right? Yeah. Maybe a doily or something like that. Mm -hmm. With yeah. my grandparents. I mean, yeah. that was, yeah, I just, I felt so special when I was with my grandparents. And that's something that I would order at the end of a meal with them. And like, it makes me feel so special. But that's, that's exactly the kinds of stories that I love. I love it. All right. Jenny, we got some questions coming in from, um, from our viewers. Um, Jenny, one of the secrets of your success has been the community that you built first in, in Columbus. I mean, you started out at, at like, you know, food halls, you know, sort of, so people have seen you since you were a young woman, you know, younger woman doing this it, at the, the food halls in, in Columbus. Um, and you really, over time, that community that sort of, that you built, they stepped up and supported you during times of crisis for Jenny's. Now is another time of crisis. This is a question from Lindsay Johnson Droz. She asks, what are some ways that you built your community in the beginning that prepared you for this moment? I think that um, everything for me and for our company goes back to that place. When you're in the market every day, you, un you learn so many wonderful lessons. Of course, I, as an ice cream maker, learn about ingredients and how they're grown, how they're made, whether they're from far away or, or near. But I also learned about community. And I... I think we talked about this when we did our How I Built This, but I moved every year growing up. I didn't really have a sense of community yeah. until I got there in my early 20s when I was 22. And I failed a ton in there. And I didn't, you know, some of the merchants were mad at me for doing stupid stuff in the early days or whatever, but I learned, it's like family. Um, I learned, but I didn't like that. I wanted to make them, you know, I wanted to make them proud of me. And I sort of learned as I went and I kept adjusting that. But, but, but listening to their feedback constantly, over time, I learned that a rising tide lifts all ships, that we're, that we're all in this together, that, that I represent this community and that I have to do my part to, in the market, bring people down. I can't just rely on uh, the people they were bringing down to the market. Yeah. And that I have, to, I have to represent the standards of the community and if not, maybe even lift those standards in my own unique way. All of these amazing lessons really to me come back to the, the, the market. It's an indoor public market, a farmer's market. I think you can learn a lot, even in big business, from these tiny places. And I have this motto, start small and build. Every project I've ever done has been from that perspective, start small and build, including the one I'm doing on Instagram right now, which I'm learning how to edit videos and all these things and, yeah. you know, whatever. But you can just start something and build. But if you're listening to that feedback and open to it, I think that's important. And then people feel like they're a part of what you do. Of course, I haven't even talked about the one, you know, the, the millions of people who would come through the market uh, yeah. that I got to learn from every year. But I think it's that, that like just starting something, putting it out there, listening, incorporating it, and continuing to do that. Um, this is a question from 
This is a question from Kevin Dramel. Kevin asks, and I, I'm assuming Kevin has a food business. He says, you know, what suggestions do you have for businesses that just started as this whole issue began? Um, he, he's saying, you know, is it better to push out our, the products through the internet or to kind of step back, write it out until you can do, do like tasting demos? I mean, God, if you start a food company today, as you know, with your company, you've got to do tasting demos. Um, if you just launched your your business and you're and it's about food, a food related product, and it's it's tough. So, what in the meantime, while we're waiting, um, would it? I mean, is it is it worthwhile to kind of try and push it out through social media, through through the internet, to see if at least you could get it in front of people's eyes? It's that's a really tough question to answer without knowing exactly what that kind of business is and the perishability of the food and so on and. Um, and, and just what the kind of food is. But I would say, yeah, those are the two paths, either just sort of uh, paw, hit pause and wait, you might be in a better position because then you can go back out and step on the gas. But there's a lot of opportunity right now. I mean, I don't remember what they said, but it might be our, um, our e-com is up maybe uh, it's five or seven times. Wow. Really kind of crazy. Like we're running out of boxes and we have to speed up that and get that. Wow. Going. So uh, and it's already, it was always 12% of our business, which is, which is pretty great for that small channel to continue to build. I mean, it's not, it's not tiny. So it, we, there are a lot of opportunities now if you can get the word out. And that's always the challenge is getting the word out. But, you know, I always say one person at a time. If you just need to fight forward on social media now, not in person, one person at a time, that's fine. You know, find the person you can have a conversation with. Media are still hungry for stories that are positive. Um, right now. So, you know, if you're in a position where you can send out samples and things like that, I think it's going to be tough now, but it's not instrumental. I mean, you can do it. Yeah. And um, that's very important. Before we go, I want to just thank um, everyone watching. Um, we didn't get to all your questions, but thank you, Jenny. I am so grateful for everything you do. You're such a wonderful person and thank you for your advice. And and we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch. We'll keep talking and maybe I'll update our audience on any updates you have for me too. Well, thanks so much. It's so much fun to be with you and stay safe. That was Jenny Brittenbauer of Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams on our new weekly live video conversation. We're going to be putting excerpts of these conversations in your podcast feed every Thursday for the time being. And we're doing the actual conversations every Friday on Facebook Live. And this Friday, April 3rd, bring your questions from me and Susan Griffin Black of EO Products. She's going to be talking about how they've been really pivoting from essential oils to hand sanitizer. That's happening at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific. This Friday, April 3rd, you can find it at facebook.com slash how I Built This. You don't need a Facebook account to watch. Again, that's 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern at facebook.com slash how I built this this Friday. See you there. How do we reinvent ourselves? And what's the secret to living longer? I'm Anoush Zamarodi. Each week on NPR's TED Radio Hour, we go on a journey with TED speakers to seek a deeper understanding of the world and to figure out new ways to think and create. Listen now.